0: It is Tuesday night, September 5th, 2023. Yes, Tuesday night. It's not Wednesday night. We're not recapping a dynamite, Paul. So that must mean something big around the wrestling world. More in particular, the AEW world must have happened. And it's the story everybody's talking about right now around wrestling. The story everybody's sick of by now around wrestling. But it's the story that's got to be talked about. That's the latest with CM Punk. Mr. Phil Brooks himself, Pepsi Phil, whatever you want to call him, shocking news or was it so shocking news around the wrestling world Saturday yeah. about midway through the afternoon when the report was broke that AEW was firing or releasing, I should say, Mr. CM Punk.
1: Yeah, Phil Brooks is uh finally finally come to the point where He's done what he does best, and he's bullied enough people that, uh, unfortunately, it cost him yet another job.
0: Yes, um, you know, I know he's got a lot of supporters out there, a lot of fans, of course, huge fan base. Um, I'm sure everything wasn't always his fault, but it seemed like a lot of the problems, at least that are reported backstage, had a common denominator the last year or so, and that was Mr. CM Punk. And it kind of felt like, Paul, like, I was shocked when I saw it come across my phone Saturday, but more so of the timing of it with everything being in Chicago this past week than I was the actual release itself. Because it just felt like, especially since he came back in June for this kind of second run with AEW, it just felt like his firing was going to be the inevitable.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, to me, it started it uh, all out last year with the brawl out incident.
0: Hundred percent.
1: Um, it, it just seems like you know, him, the elite, were all kind of suspended. He was out on injury, and when he came back, and when he was carrying a bag his first night back, I went, "Oh, great, here we go. Something, something's coming." And sure enough, it did another big pay-per-view that rhymed with brawl and it had a CM Punk brawl on it.
0: And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I mean, we we are going to stick the CM Punk subject for this video. But um, I thought he ruined the all out buildup. You know, he was supposed to be it was supposed to be him and Ricky Starks in a strap match for the real AW world title in the main event. And of course that had to be scrapped because of punk and, and Jack Perry getting into it at all in. So I felt like he kind of squashed the build, you know, art, our, our headline of our podcast last week was, um, the brawl brawl out is, uh, pretty much yeah. lead up the brawl out is, uh, you know, and we didn't have high expectations for it. And kudos to those, the talent, kudos to the guys and the gals busting their rears, on Sunday, and put on a great show. One of AEW's better pay-per-views. And it was one I think both of us can agree on. We weren't that excited going into it. And they busted their tails, put on great matches, some great stories coming out of it. And the crowd was hot. Um, Booze, cheers, everything good for the Chicago crowd to have a good time and not hijack the show. Um, So kudos to them. But yes, I will not miss CM Punk putting a damper on any big shows because... Coming out of All In, uh, AEW's grandest achievement to date. A lot of people are talking about the backstage drama crap with CM Punk.
1: Yeah, you know, um, and, and it goes back to All Out last year. It was the same thing. It was by far the best pay-per-view that they had put on to that point. There was a lot of spectacular matches, a lot of big things that happened during that pay-per-view. And it all got overlooked because of cm punk and then we go to all in the the biggest selling pay-per-view tickets sold that's a shoot uh and we come away and monday we're talking cm punk again
0: yep i mean the guy controversy follows him everywhere um yes but yeah not gonna miss that but also, it's just so odd to look back on his time at AEW. You know, we were all so excited yeah. when he debuts in August 2021 after being away from the wrestling world for seven years. Um, you know, the the last, uh, the first dance, excuse me, the first dance, Rampage, second episode, huge numbers. You know, he was taking some shots at WWE, but not too many in his first promo right. saying he's back and he's finally back in pro wrestling. And. In the honeymoon period, I would say last until about a month or a couple weeks before Double or Nothing twenty twenty two, and then yep. there was that promo with him and Hangman Page, where Hangman Page went a little off script, and went into business for himself a little bit, as some would say, bringing up, you know, some things about Colt Cabana, and that kind of started it all, and it, it just snowballed from there into the uh, the uh, all out now known as brawlout post-media scrum. Then he's also injured, so has time off. And then to bring him back, uh, Warner Brother Discovery and Tony Khan decide they're going to do a Saturday night pro wrestling show, collision, make it punk show. So, I mean, Tony tried everything he could, I felt like, as a big CM Punk fan himself to make yeah. this man happy. And it, he just couldn't get out of his own way.
1: Now, now, I want to ask you this question, um, and I'm sure we'll dive into this in depth as we go through this uh, CM Punk talk. Do you think that some of this could have been avoided if Tony Khan would have acted more as an owner versus a fan?
0: 100%. And, and, and I like Tony Khan a lot. I'm thankful for what he's done for AW in the wrestling world, but Yeah, Tony, if Tony would have put his foot down a lot earlier, you know, after the little ruffle feathers between Hangman and and Punk even started, we probably don't get Brawl out. We're probably not having this discussion today.
1: Right. And, you know, we always go back to this and I've gone back to it several times. Instead of just sitting there wide eyed and nodding during the media scrum, he should have. I mean, he said, you know, well, I should have just said no comment on that and and kind of tried to shift the blame to himself off of Hangman and the Bucks. Um, but he should have said, all right, that's enough. Stop. Let's take this back. We'll discuss this after we're done here. Let's talk about your match.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he should have stepped in. I mean, but he let Punk just go rambling, 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 even though Tony's eyes were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, it's still shocking to watch that a year later. It was literally a year ago today, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, and here we are. I mean, it just it just it stinks. You know, once again, we're left with a lot of what ifs, what could have been, opportunity lost, a lot of money lost. Um, it's it's too bad Punk and Delete couldn't have sat down and hashed things out. And that's the scuttlebutt today, particularly on social media. A lot of people, well. They should have been adults and got in the same room. And I know we've we have we have discussed this a lot in the past. That's easier said than done, though we, we don't still to this day know exactly what happened. And oh. I've never been hit in the face by a steel chair thrown at me or anything. Um if somebody I've does been that hit to in me, the
1: back once with that, uh you know, it it that was expecting it, and I still right. You know, I can only imagine what it felt like—no coverage, no nothing, right. no prep. It's just bam.
0: So I think it's easier for a lot of the people behind the keyboards and and and, and judging on everything to say that when the, their personal issues aren't actually there in the mix, yeah. um, you know. The, and there's so many reports out even around all in. There were so many reports, but it sounded like you know Tony and his and his. Um little committee. I don't know who's involved in that committee, but then the legal team did their due diligence, did a week-long investigation, and decided this was the best course of action. And, and it was a release with action, whatever that means. That can mean a lot of different things. And That's I awesome. believe... With cause. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. See, my my legal jumbo is not the best. (laughs) But what I believe that means is I don't think AEW is going to have to pay him the rest of his contract. Now, that Uh, could be fought in court, but.
1: Right. I actually uh, was having this discussion uh, with my dad. It means that he violated a clause in the contract and they aren't going to pay him any money to go away.
0: Well, and it wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't reported when he came back this time. He had assigned some things that not only would he not mention the lead, delete, wouldn't mention him. But we we don't know exactly what the contract said, but it was kind of speculated that there were certain things that if he did, AW could get out of this. And and I'm guessing getting to another backstage fight was one of those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think probably 20, 30 years from now, we're going to be sitting there, retired, watching our grandkids, and we're going to get a Dark Side of the Ring episode of Brawl Out. And I don't know, it hasn't been called Brawl In yet, but I'm sure somebody's going to dub it Brawl In because Punk got into a fight. But I think eventually we will see this when all the legal jargon has finally died down and there's no risk of going to court and any of that stuff. And, you know, maybe Punk has retired from everything and said, fine, let's do this, kind of like Marty did. You know, there for a while, Marty wouldn't talk about anything from wrestling and we just got his dark side of the ring. So maybe eventually we'll get a Punk dark side of the ring 20, 30 years from now that we'll discuss this. But I think... In the meantime, it's all going to be speculation of what truly happened. You know, there's reports that Punk got right into Perry's face as soon as he walked back. I, I saw something that said, you know, if this was 1999 and Perry was in WWF, Taker would have just clocked him and gone out and had a match. And that would have been that and they would have dealt with it after the show. That's not how it happens these days, though, unfortunately. That kind of locker room court system has died out.
0: It's a different world, different culture we live in, and in the age of technology and social media, stuff like that 20-some years ago didn't get out like it does yeah. now, which yeah. I think still a problem. aw has got to tighten the screws. There is still too many people that, I mean, we, we as fans, we should not have found that out so quickly why All In was going on.
1: No, I mean it was second or third match, and you're texting me, "Hey, guess what?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. Are you
0: "Kidding me? I know. Yep, yep." So AEW does need to tighten the screws. I'm, I am, I'm very intrigued to see how the uh, vibes change for better or worse going forward. Now that yeah. Punk is out of the company. Um I mean they seemed great Sunday it seemed like they were out to prove a point but Punk does have his supporters backstage his friend's backstage especially on Saturday nights on Collision and what's the future of Collision look like um it, it looks like it's going to be Brian Danielson's show maybe going forward which I'm all for that that guy is becoming one of the faces of the company um yes mean he's a brilliant wrestling mind and, and I mean Tony Khan told his dad Shad if anything happens to Tony that let Brian Danielson become in charge. So that's pretty high praise right there. Um, but man, it's just, yeah, there's so many still questions out there. That's why I said what date we were recording this on because come tomorrow, <laughs> there might be more out there and we still have not heard from CM Punk yet.
1: No, no. Um, his social media has just been dead. There's been no post, you know, after Brawlout, he had stuff up on social media the following morning, and this time, it's radio silence.
0: Which is going to be interesting to stay radio silence, or per Sports Illustrated, SI, according to them, they think he's coming out with something that's going to be pretty explosive.
1: You know, that's that's where I'm torn, because, you know, uh, with Twitter, you're limited to so many characters, but... On Instagram, you can write a note and post it as a story. So, right. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a ten-minute story of just sheets of stuff from Punk by the end of September. I'll give him uh, twenty-five more days.
0: Another interesting thing: we don't know what the if there is a no compete clause or what that looks like. Um, I mean, if they fired him with with cause. I think Meltzer said WWE would be a year with a no-compete
1: clause, but AEW, okay. who knows? Who knows? And I think somebody asked, I think I saw somewhere, somebody asked Tony Khan about it, and he kind of just avoided the question. And he did. not really give an he answer did. on if there was or wasn't a no-compete clause.
0: He did. Um, yeah, he he didn't really answer anything about CM Punk in the post me a Scrum, which was smart. Um, you know, once again, stick to the great show you just had. Um, and 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 kudos to Tony. I mean, he he said on the pre-media call last week he was going to give the fans an update before the pay-per-view, so that way they could buy or not buy. And that's what he did on Saturday when the press release came out that that uh, CM Punk was being fired. So. um, you yeah. can still as of right now get his merchandise but they're going to be pulling it here within the next few days so if you want any punk merch you better get it while you can he is off the AEW website now the official roster mm-hmm. page so um this is this is not a uh, this is not a work people this is not a work this no. is a legit no. shoot 100% real stuff going
1: on that was some of the best stuff that i had seen after this um monday and even into today you know oh it's all work guys don't worry uh we'll get a luchador that will debut next week and it'll be pepsi phil the luchador and it's going to be punk and it's like no he he's gone yeah i mean i'm a huge punk fan i've loved punk since he came in to roh when i was watching him when i was a lot younger he's not and i've said this numerous times talking about punk he's not the same guy that was in love with the business something happened in wwe he's gone on record saying he was overworked he couldn't take it anymore and that's what led to the pipe bomb that's what led to him leaving but in AEW, he had to work one day a week i mean he could leave saturday morning and be home saturday night
0: and in his first, I'm going to call it first run with AEW before the suspension, he had two injuries. Uh, yeah. I mean, at first I'm like, I don't know if this guy can can do it anymore. Now I will give him kudos. This last run, he had some very physical matches and his body seemed to be holding up pretty well. Um, but yeah, it, and it should be noted too. I, I meant to mention this earlier when we were talking about the all-in um, situation. Jack Perry has been suspended from AEW indefinitely. So he has not been around since all-in. Yeah. Don't know what that means and he might have a tough time getting his footing back in the company. Cause he, uh, it's going to be interesting reactions wherever he goes. Let's, let's put it this way. He's not going to be a baby face on TV anytime soon.
1: No, no. And I've heard that his, his statement about it's real glass. Cry me a river wasn't just at punk. It was just in general punk just happened to be the one that said, don't use real glass. And so there were other individuals in the locker room who were a little upset with Jack for that.
0: They, sure, you know, sure. And I think Bully I Ray think Shep was said, too.
1: Yeah, even Bully Ray. Um, I think it was. I really, yes on Busted Open made a comment that you know you, you don't say that stuff. That's right. the type of stuff you sure. know a Taz should sit down and talk yep. to him and say, "Here is why you don't do this."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack's not. Um... He's at fault in this, too. Um, He shouldn't have said that. He knew saying that with Punk's match coming up next that there was probably going to be an altercation. And maybe that's what he wanted. And, and, you know, part of me thinks in this whole CM Punk thing, CM Punk's not a dumb dude. He is a smart individual. He is. Part of me is wondering in the last few months, was he just trying to get fired? Was Did he, he want out he of the was. company that bad?
1: I think he was, because even before coming back from injury, some of his social media posts just sounded like he was just done with wrestling. He had lost the love for it again. Um, Maybe he never truly got it back. Maybe when we saw that honeymoon phase start to fade out, maybe it was fading out for Punk, too. Could have been. Unless he writes a tell-all book, we're never going to know. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a tell-all social media post at some time, like I said, by the end of September. But I just, from watching him throughout the years, when he came back, I don't think he had the love for the sport. And he, I think he was hoping Brawl Out got him fired. And since it didn't, he said, all right, what can I do to get fired now?
0: Well, and there's been those latest reports from Sean Ross Sapa, Fightful, and Fightful Select that he had interest late this past year and early this year of potentially going back to the WWE and returning at the Rumble and working a, a program with Kevin Owens up to WrestleMania 39. And that was stated that, well, AEW wasn't going to release him for one and WWE didn't really have a ton of interest and they couldn't cause he was still in a contract. But word got back to the WWE locker room about him and Owens potentially working together. And it was said that Punk just wanted to wrestle somewhere. Um, so my question to you, and maybe this should have been the very last thing we talk about, but we're just sh- shooting off the off the hip tonight. Yeah. Was his match against Samoa Joe, which was a I would say the final match of that rivalry for good, uh, was that match against Samoa Joe at all in front of eighty one thousand plus the last professional wrestling match of CM Punk's career?
1: I don't know. But here's an interesting tidbit. Okay, his match had already happened before we found out that there was any incident backstage. While the third match was starting right now, I cannot think of the third match. Was it the? It was the goal. uh, It was the six man tag match, wasn't it?
0: That sounds right, but I couldn't even tell you what was after Punk's match second
1: right now. Golden Elite and. Or, yeah, I guess it would have been the second match. I think it was either Bucks FTR or Golden Elite versus the Bullet Club Don Callis family. But there were tweets, and because I was, for a change, actually paying close attention to uh, Twitter during this pay-per-view, which you were trying to avoid it. But people were posting a picture of him standing there with the, the trans right sign. Correct. And they said, why does it feel like punk saying goodbye? This wasn't just one or two tweets I saw, right? There were several tweets that said that they got the feeling that this was punk's last match, that he was saying goodbye to everybody. And then to turn around and find out he was in a, another backstage altercation and then a week later, he's fired.
0: Yep. Well, so I think
1: I think he knew it was coming. I well, and,
0: think... Sorry, sorry. Man. Keep keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, I think he wanted to go out with a thank you. Well, and the last image
0: we saw of him in the company was when he's going back to Gorilla. He has his back towards the camera, strap over shoulder with a one point up. And I remember seeing that. I'm like, It's kind of weird, but maybe he's letting everybody know, you know, he's number one. He's the champ, blah, blah, blah. But looking back on it, you bring up a good point.
1: Well, the, the other thing I saw on that one, Roman did the same thing after WrestleMania or something. I don't know, but he threw the strap over his shoulder, was walking out and did the same thing, same way the belt was on the same shoulder, same hand was raised um, I'll have to go see if I can find it and send it to you. Uh, but, uh, I don't know if that was him saying WWE, I'm paying attention. I mean, if he was out there saying goodbye to everybody and having his final AEW match, if he knew that was the case, was he, I mean, he did Hogan stuff. He did Cena stuff. He did, uh, possibly even rock stuff. I think at one point he did a lot of WWE driven stuff. And then to end it with something that Roman has done in the past that undertaker has done in the past was this, his Hey H I'm paying attention to you guys. Pay attention to me.
0: It could be. I mean, he, he was backstage earlier this year at that raw before collision debuted. Uh, That's why if I had gun to my head, if I had to say yes or no, I don't think we've seen the last professional wrestling match of CM Punk's career.
1: I think um, we've seen the last wrestling match in AEW, obviously.
0: 100%. 100%. I don't
1: think we'll see him in ROH, and I definitely don't think Impact wants him. Oh, ROH N-W-A- is
0: ROH is under AEW's umbrella. That's not going to happen. He and Tony Khan will not work together again. Impact, I think, would love him. Can't afford him. New Japan... Well, I think they'd like to have him, but they won't do it because of their relationship with AEW. NWA, bad, nobody's going to work for Billy Corgan. Um, <laughs> so I think no. it's WWE or nothing. And, uh, you know, earlier this week, I was saying, or Sunday and Monday, I was saying, no, he's not going to go back there. And there are still a lot of people in charge there, a lot of top talent he has beef with. So a lot of things would have to be smoothed over. But I'm starting to agree with Shep that he might just do it to just take one last jab at Tony Khan, and if I'm WWE, and he has an if he has a if it's, if he doesn't have a no compete and he's a free agent, I, I, I do try to bring him in. I don't know how soon, but I do. But I put him on a six month contract, a kind of a go out and show us contract. Show us you can put on good matches. Show us you can behave. And then we'll go from there.
1: Exactly. And I think anywhere he ends up, if he ends up anywhere, uh, that's what it's going to have to be is a show us that you can behave. Show yep. us that you're not what we saw in AEW anymore. Yep.
0: I think in my opinion, you know, in the short term, especially on Saturdays, which collision was always going to struggle when it got the college football season. It was always yes. going to. So it's going to the next few months, no matter what. The short-term Punk's absence probably will hurt the company. I mean, he was their top merch seller. I mean, I got on today to see what merch was moving. And, of course, with the Lays and Almas, a lot of CM Punk stuff is towards the top. Which it always has been, but particularly right now. So got to, and they're, they'll probably lose some gate money without him being around. But... I think, maybe this is just the positive AEW fan in me, I think in the long term, this will move will benefit the company.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think so, too. Um, again, it, it will be hit or miss for a while, but um, in the long run, I think a year and a half, two years from now, we're not even going to remember that Punk was in AEW. And I'm not trying to be mean to punk when i say that um for instance uh when the report came out that sunny kiss was no longer on the roster i forgot sunny kiss worked for aw there's yep. so much talent on this roster that it's hard to keep track of everybody and I, I think that's what's going to eventually happen here.
0: Yeah, I I don't think people will ever forget CM Punk's time in AEW just because of his stardom and, and how many things happened. But I understand what you're saying. There's so many guys on the roster. Some do get lost in the shuffle. Um, but, man, it's, it's just crazy. Two years ago, we were celebrating this guy's arrival and he doesn't even finish out his original contract. Um, I, I, I honestly thought they would get to the end of his contract. And I think we, we talked about this, speculated about this a week or two ago. Then I thought both parties would say, hey, we're not extending this. You know, it's been fun at times, but we're going to go our separate ways. And then that was that. But um no, no, that is not how this ended. Um, the story of CM Punk and professional wrestling goes on, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't all bad as AEW fans, CM Punk's run. Most of it was, uh, but backstage drama aside, there was a lot of good stuff, particularly in the ring and on the mic. What was your favorite CM Punk moment besides his first arrival on, on that rampage? Was Uh, it a match? Was it a promo?
1: It was a match, but before I get to that, I just sent you in Twitter uh, the video comparison of Roman Reigns and CM Punk's exit from All In. Um, but my my favorite CM Punk match in AEW, hands down, is the dog collar match with MJF because that brought out. I've liked MJF since day one. Um, you know, I I like the heels more than the baby faces always have. But MJF, I always knew that he was going to be a big star. And seeing Punk bring out that aggression in MJF that we hadn't seen at that point is what gives me the okay to say that is my favorite CM Punk match in AEW.
0: And I think a lot of people would agree with that. That was definitely my favorite program of his. Um, Followed up, I thought he and Eddie Kingston had a good program going into full gear 2021. That they um, did. But, yeah, they're, uh, it was just he was on the shelf for so long, we didn't get <laughs> yeah. a lot of those programs. So now we are joined by our, our other counterpart, Austin Shepherd's joining us. Uh, Shep, we've just been discussing anything and everything around this CM Punk, the latest news of his firing, and just his time in AEW, good, bad, this and that. We've kind of covered it, but we'd love to hear some of your thoughts.
2: So – The more I thought about this and and listened to other people um, a lot more uh, well-rounded in the business than (laughs) than what I would consider myself, Um, I've changed my tune a little bit on it. Um, At first, I was like, you know, get rid of the bad apple, but then there was a guy that made a point. And this all could have been prevented. And when I say it all could have been prevented was Jungle Boy says, Jack Perry, whatever, makes a comment, walks into Gorilla. Obviously, the comment was slighted towards Punk or Punk felt it was slighted towards him. And you got a problem with me. Jack Perry smarts off, Punk puts him in a face lock, separated. Now, when both of them boys go to the principal's office, okay, it needs to be like, Jack, were you a smart ass? Yeah. Did you put him in a face lock? Yeah. Jack, don't be a smart off because he's my number one star. And you need to show him their respect. Would would Anoki uh, got fired for putting a young boy in a crossface behind in, in backstage? Would Rick Flair uh would Jim Crockett fired Flair for doing it to somebody? No. Would McMahon fired Hogan back in 82? No.
0: And, and then you bring up really good points, and, and, and Paul and I kind of talked about that earlier. Paul said, you know, if this is 99. And Jack does something like that. He probably comes backstage, tunkered, or Taker probably punches him in the face, and that's that, mm-hmm. being a locker room leader. And we were saying, you know, back then, for one, all that stuff never got out because of there was no social media, no technology. And two, that's just the way the world was back then, and now it's changed so much. Unfortunately, in the pro wrestling world, you can't do that
2: anymore. So, so, and it, and it also looks like, If you're an AEW original, which I would consider Jack Perry an original. Yes. It almost looks like, ooh, you can run and tell Tony. It makes Tony look weak, man. It really does.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. And and Paul and I, I think that was one of the first things we discussed said, really, as much as we like Tony Khan, this is on Tony. When, When it started back on the road to... Double or Nothing 2022 when when the feathers started to get ruffled between Hangman and, and 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 Punk Tony should have set those two down in a room and squashed it right then and there cuz then brawl out doesn't happen and we're not having this conversation today a year later
2: and and one thing that instigates that which is a necessary evil is Tony gives those guys such creative control when they go out there to speak right we, we love it on our end <clears throat> but obviously sometimes you need to be scripted. Yep. And mm-hmm. and sometimes emo- emotions get the best of you, which they have obviously in numerous cases. And then another thing, and I would consider these the guys that have to be the locker room leaders. Where in the heck are your EVPs? Oh wait, they don't like punk. So, I feel I felt like he was he was Uh, fighting an uphill battle and I saw some of the things today and it just keeps snowballing. But, you know, Punk was pissed about his travel. Well, guess who's head of AEW travel? A punk or a a young Bucks super fan that got, they got the job. I'm not saying he did this on purpose. Right. But maybe he didn't put as much effort into punk's travel plans as somebody else
0: in, in so much of this in the last year is you know one side saying this one side saying this so until like paul said until 20 30 years down the road when we're all old and and have grandkids and, and we're sitting there watching a the dark side of the ring on brawl out and or just seeing punk in general we probably aren't going to know exactly what happened um, so that, that's, what's tough, but that's why it's all speculation. We're coming from a fan's perspective at all this. Um, it just, it's just too bad because once again, we're going to miss out on so many dream match scenarios, opportunities, this and that. But another thing I brought up to Paul Shep was I just feel like ever since Punk kind of came back for his quote unquote second run in AEW, it just felt like it wasn't going to end well this was the inevitable that something like this was going to happen and he was going to get terminated because it felt like he was on such a short leash and it almost felt like, I mean, do you think he wanted to get fired?
2: No, but I felt like when he came back, he had a chip on his shoulder and I felt his promos were, uh, intentionally trying to fire some guys up and, He did that, but the crowd knew that when he made those comments, so he got the pop he wanted. He got the wow factor. Mm -hmm. But real, obviously, really, he was just taking digs at those guys, and it finally snowballed, and and it it was over. And the sad part is, the sad part is, we are not talking about how they sold eighty one thousand tickets in Wembley right now.
1: Nope. No nope. nope. I mean, big pay per viewers, pay-per-views, pay-per-views yeah. almost a year apart with amazing things happening on them. And the news goes to punk
2: and Tony Khan gets booed out of Chicago.
1: Yeah,
0: he did. And, and that's another thing Paul and I were talking about. We said kudos to the talent on Sunday for going out there with a the chip on their shoulder because they, a lot of them probably, especially Ricky Starks, probably felt like, okay, this is bull crap. You know, our show and in my time to shine was taken away by all this. And I thought, I thought the guys and gals put on a hell of a show, a show that I had no expectations going in for. And I thought it was one of the better shows AEW's ever done. And I thought the Chicago crowd was hot, cheers, booze all night long. The Bucks thing was fascinating with half and half. um, so kudos to them. And I mean, I guess I'm just hopeful going forward that the vibes improve and we hear less and less of this backstage stuff. But you know there's still people, there's still Bad Apples backstage. There's always going to be in wrestling promotions. It wasn't just CM Punk. But like I told Paul, it starts with Tony in management that screws have to get tightened because none of us should have found out about the backstage drama that happened at All In during the second or third match of the night.
1: Right, yeah, and um, you know, I was thinking as Shep was talking, um, not that I was ignoring you, Shep, I promise, (laughs) (laughs) but you bring up a good point, Tanner. Because when AEW first started, you didn't know what was happening backstage. Sting showed up, nobody knew that. Adam Cole showed up, nobody knew that. Brian Danielson, John Moxley, I mean punk even this wasn't leaked and then all of a sudden the last year and a half and i'm not saying it's all punk and that's not what i'm saying it just seems like you find out everything about backstage drama at aew minutes after it happens instead of days and weeks
0: well that's what's a weird thing was about the whole glass thing with perry and punk was that happened a while back. It happened like in June, and then it came out in August. That was what was weird to me is like the timing of it. Um, mm-hmm. How they did keep it silent, and then all of a sudden it came out and just caused the latest latest storm. But um, but Shep, what we were talking about right when you joined was we were trying to talk about some of the positive moments of the uh, Punk and the AEW run. And Paul said his favorite moment was the match, dog collar match with with MJF. And I think a lot of AEW fans can agree. That's probably their favorite program that punk had in AEW. And I also mentioned, I thought the program with Eddie Kingston up to full gear 2021 was pretty good.
2: Yeah. And I like CMFTR as well, mm-hmm. They, they, mm-hmm. especially the comeback on collision. Um, I thought was, was good. Um, yeah. Obviously anything with Kingston is good. Um, and then take the match out of it. The promo work for what we get three, four week buildup there to that? Maybe. The promo every week, they were given 20, 25 minutes of those two just going back and forth at each other, and it was great. Another positive thing, and maybe not so much for AEW, is when do we get Cody Rhodes versus CM Punk in WWE?
0: Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that because I was I just asked Paul earlier. I was like, "Is it was Joe against Punk at Wembley and all in in front of eighty one thousand plus his last pro wrestling match?" and and Paul didn't want to put an answer out there, and I answered, "No, it's not his last pro wrestling match." And you know, Sunday and even yesterday, I was kind of disagreeing with you that I thought we'd go to the, go to the WWE. Now, I think a lot of things still have to be smoothed over because there's a lot of top talent and some heads over there that he does not have the best relationship with. But I think he wants to make one more jab at Tony Khan and and, and do something. Assuming he, he doesn't have a no compete, I don't know what that how that's going to play is, out.
2: Usually when you're fired slash let go or released, you're free to go.
0: Especially if you have cause.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you it, got... You got uh, your next big one's uh, Survivor Series, then leads into Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was talk before he came back for his run with AEW. He wanted to do a Rumble and then have a WrestleMania match with the guy that eliminated him. The name was was Kevin Owens being thrown around. Um, and I'm sure him and and Kevin worked. Did They work together in ROH at some point.
1: That's and a good question. Just missed each other or yeah. Made- Couple months, but Punk's,
2: Punk's going out, and and, and Kevin yeah. Steen was coming in. Yeah. Um. So you got you got that option,
0: and that would be fascinating because Kevin's so close with the box too.
2: And the big thing is, is there's there's two guys, one with a really big nose, and one old man <laughs> in Stanford, Connecticut, <laughs> Tanner's uncle. That's Tim gonna Paul. do. That's gonna do one thing. What's best for business? Yeah what's going to make them the most money, what's going to sell them the most ticket, what's going to sell them the most merch. You can put a lot of BS behind you when the green starts rolling in.
0: And you know, like I was telling Paul, if, if I'm WWE, I bring them in. I give them a six month contract. A kind of, uh, go out and show us contract, go out and show us. You can put on good matches, get money in our pockets and stay out of trouble. Don't, cause any drama because I know we're all bigger AEW fans, but we got to admit, business is good for WWE right now. It's going really yeah, good. And is, so yeah. he – and somebody like Punk, if he comes in and ruffles feathers, it could, it could be bad for business. And
2: When's the last time you've heard of an altercation in a WWE locker room?
0: It's been pretty quiet for a while. I mean, you got –
2: I'm sure it's happened. It just didn't make mainstream, but you got to go back to Brett and Vince, Brett and Sean. Um, maybe the undertaker hazing some guys. And that was more of a hazing than, than confrontation.
0: Steve Blackman knocking J- JBL out, out at the airport, which I guess a lot of locker room was pretty happy. He did that.
2: Well, was not the locker room?
0: <laughs> true.
2: Airport's fair game.
0: True. True. <laughs>
2: Um, and then the other, yeah. There's, there's other, there's two other guys that I guess I don't know their their hundred percent roles that I would I would say I'm disappointed in, um, and that's Big Show and Mark Henry. I felt like they, those guys were brought in to to tour this locker room, to lead this locker room, to take guys like Jack Perry and make them understand the business, okay? And nothing against Jack Perry. I, I think the kid's talented. Uh, maybe Got some growing up to do. Got some growing up to do. But like I said, back in the day, let's – let's. I take a um, – what was it? Shane Douglas, for instance, back in ECW. You know, what was it? One of the pit bulls. Remember the guy in the uh, – had the halo on. He freaking just – took his halo and dragged him to the ground that happened in the ring but it was it was more of a he disrespected him you don't disrespect the champ not saying punk is the real champ but he to me has earned the respect where he has earned the respect if some guy walks through and he he thinks he gives him the side eye he has the right to say hey you got a problem and if the kid wants to smart off he learned Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's the uh, TikTok slash Instagram saying? Look around and find out. He did. Yep. And let's dive into Tony Khan's little spiel. <laughs> How, he made it sound like Punk was waving an AR-15 around. And Punk's from Chicago. Punk's liberal. He ain't going to have no AR-15.
0: That's correct.
2: Okay. So his statement saying that he felt like production staff, everybody was in danger.
1: Innocent people.
2: Yeah. So here's what he says. Here's what you need to say. After you rip Jungle Boy's butt and you rip Punk's butt, and then you say, hey, Punk, by the way, these monitors you smashed, these are freaking expensive. I'm taking them out of your check, and let's move on.
0: I I know we never will, but I really wish we could see security footage to see what happened.
2: It'll be out sometime. Somebody after lawsuits if there's lawsuits and all that bs is settled
0: yeah because i want to see uh, did he go after tony or did he try i mean there's so many reports out there he lunged yeah he lunged at which it. according to Meltzer, and th- take that for what it's worth because I, I know Meltzer's taking one way or another in the whole punk saga the last year he said This came from somebody close to Punk, and they didn't use the word "lunged." So I don't even know why the word "lunged" got out there. But Meltzer never said what word this guy used.
2: Maybe he was doing lunges and stretching for his (laughs) Joe. Uh,
0: Maybe.
1: But but here's the thing. You know, you're right. This footage will be leaked, and I already know when it's going to be leaked. All out twenty (laughs) twenty four. Just so it's another big pay-per-view where AEW fans are talking about CM Punk.
2: Uh, I mean, again, I, I think it could be handled completely different. Uh, 100%.
1: Um,
0: are you shocked it ended this way, though?
2: Yes, and here's why. Even though Tony Khan is younger than me, I believe, okay, he's... Paul's looking it up right now. He he immediately went to the keyboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can see my screen get darker cuz uh you know I use the dark theme. Uh Tony Khan is 40.
2: Okay, well I'll be 41 uh in uh 23 days. I'm awful at math. 24 days. <laughs> I'll be 41. So I'm older than Paul. I'm older than Tony Khan. Okay.
1: Uh October 10th is when Tony Khan was born well, I'm, I'm September
0: 30th. So okay. just just off of
2: Yeah, a little bit.
1: 82. So, yeah, I mean, he'll be going through about the same age.
2: But for a guy that has been claiming he's watched wrestling shows for 30 years Mm -hmm. and as big of a student as he was, I really feel like he treated this situation like it's 2023 and not 1993. And I think if you treat it like 1993, we would have saw Punk in Chicago. We have a chance. We you, we could have seen Punk tomorrow night.
0: How much do you think this was influenced by Warner Brothers' discovery? Zero. Really? Zero. I think it was.
2: See, I think it's completely zero because Warner Brothers, just, if that's the case, they just bit their own hand off. Oh, I, I
0: know. But I know they've been involved with Keeping up with the latest going on. So,
2: and, and here's another thing: if this this thing, sh- like you said, shouldn't have been public three matches in.
0: No, it shouldn't have.
2: Even if it happened in Gorilla, guess what? You guys, me, every fan in that seat, and every every seat in a, at home watching on on pay per view. The only reason we know is because in between matches we hit Twitter and yep, boom, we refresh the dirt sheets. It shouldn't have made it that far. Nope. It should have been squashed immediately. Those guys should have been taken to a separate room, handled, punk. Mm-hmm. Hey, we delayed the pay-per-view five minutes. You got your butt ripped. Go out and do your job. And then when you're done, both of you go back to your hotel. We'll worry about this when you get back in the yep. States. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Hey, I, I, I don't want to – I don't give a shit. It's too, we're, we're too soft we're too freaking soft of a uh, world world. There you go. I was going to say community
0: world. I mean,
2: any, any of our KOP compu- community might take offense to that if I <laughs> call them soft, but it's just, uh, you know, Tanner back in 1993, I was 11 years old and the I Fox, was one. You were, sh- yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I welcome. was six yeah okay paul you can relate to this at six years old if if you pissed the professor off what was going to happen
1: <laughs> exactly As i've had many wooden spoons broken over my backside yeah, I,
2: yeah. so guess what we effed around back in the day and we found out and we didn't, sure we didn't f around anymore you're right so, yep hey you're gonna smart off to me i'm gonna handle it even though i'm uh punks what 20 years older? than than Jack.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give or take.
2: I I can, I can still, I can still take you pal. Okay. Yeah. It happened. Go in the back room. You hash it out. You go do your job. You get your butts back in the hotel room. We'll handle it. when we get back to the States. You, you need that stern father back there. Tony Khan. And and again, I love his passion for the business, his mind for the business. uh, Sometimes we debate. Anyways, He's very creative. Well, I'll give him that one. But I feel like sometimes hey. I feel like he's he's too much of a fan.
0: He is. He is. And, he is. And
2: And nothing wrong with that. That just shows his passion for it. But sometimes he can't separate. You got. You know what? If 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 I work with you and, and we go on and have a beer after work, that's great. But there's a fine line of where you draw the. Boss employee relationship okay, especially when you got roughly a hundred talent, those hundred talents aren't all gonna see eye to eye. So, when you go to the after parties and you drink with talent A, B, C, and D that don't get along with E, F, and G, and then you go have a drink with you know, you can't do it. Hey, you know what? We had a we sold 81,000 seats, we had X amount of buys, we made millions of dollars. Hey, we're going to go have this after party. I'm going to show up, congratulate you, have a cocktail, and then let you go because I'm the boss and I got to move on.
0: Yep. I, I'm hoping that Tony learns learns or learned a lot from this. this recently and over the past year and can come out of this being a better promoter, boss, because now's the time. No more being friends with these guys. You have to start laying down the wall or this stuff's going to continue to happen and you're going to be like WCW. In the end, and I hate saying that because, yeah. but I mean,
2: well, guess what? WCW and AEW have in common.
1: Well, Warner.
2: Well, besides that, they have a billionaire owner.
0: Yeah,
2: Ted Turner, Tony Khan.
0: Yep, yep.
2: Now the difference is, is Tony Khan knows way more about the wrestling business than <laughs> old
0: ben Correct, did. correct.
2: But again, yep, they have a, he, they have a bottomless checkbook.
0: He's got to lay down the law. He's got some veteran wrestlers who can help. He needs that locker room guy like Undertaker was for years in the WWE, and he needs a he needs a right hand guy. I mean, if Jim Ross was a little younger, maybe that's the guy—a guy who's not going to put up with any of the bullshit. I, JR's too old. Um, it yeah. should be maybe maybe it's Christopher Daniels, but yet Christopher Daniels, even though I don't think he was trying to, he found himself in all it's this involved. drama. Yep. Um,
2: Again, I think it had to be, I think it has to be big show or Mark Henry if they yeah. have that type, they need to have that leadership. But I thought of, it was going to be Regal, but well, obviously him and Punk got along. Well, <laughs> yeah. There's one guy that I think has the respect of the Bucks. I don't think they're friends, but I think he has the respect of the Bucks, older guy that could have that locker room presence and we all know who I'm talking about. Mr. Mustache himself, Dax Hartwood.
0: Yeah, he's one of them. He's definitely one of them. I mean, yeah, is I don't it? think they're necessarily friends with the Bucs, but I think I think they respect each other.
1: Yeah, And
2: the reason I say that, he's got to have the most old-school wrestling mentality in that locker room, maybe besides Eddie Kingston. If, if some guy went back and smarted off to Eddie Kingston, you
1: think all he's going to do is put him in a crossface?
0: Well, him and Guevara, man. He yeah.
1: said out of him. Yeah. hmm hmm And look, we didn't find out about that the same night.
0: No, we didn't. But it, but that does prove a point. There was problems before Punk got there. Um, yes. but it wasn't constant the same person over and over again.
2: No, but if you remember in one of those uh what was that reality show after Dynamite?
0: Oh yeah. Um uh Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I
2: remember actually sure. watching watching it after we got off of a pod one night. Yep. And they had a confrontation of Sammy going up to Eddie and basically saying, "Hey, we have any beef?" And at first, it was a very uncomfortable situation, but it, Eddie warmed up to Sammy after Sammy apologized.
0: All access.
2: All access. There we go. So, I think yes. Sammy obviously learned his lesson, but I don't know. Jack Perry has learned his lesson. Yeah, right. he's suspended right now. Okay.
0: And definitely, yeah.
2: But I think, guess what? Jack Perry gets to come back to work at some point. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to come back to work and go, Hey, I can say whatever the hell I want about you boys. All I got to do is bitch about it. And just, you know,
0: I bet he's on very thin ice.
1: Yeah. And I, I you know, I was saying earlier, Shit, before you got on, that Bully Ray said uh, about Perry, you know, somebody. A Taz or a Jr. somebody needs to sit down and have the conversation with him about why he was in the wrong, why you can't say this, why this doesn't fly, and why it led to Punk doing what Punk did. I think that needs to be something that happens before he's allowed to be back in the ring.
2: And I haven't listened to Busted Open. uh, They had a show Monday, right? Yep. So I I have not caught up. I usually listen to their little 30-minute podcast. I think
0: they had an emergency show Saturday.
2: Did they? I believe. I believe. They usually, well, they usually have a show Saturday, but Lagreca's not on it.
0: And but. it was then that was over before the punk stuff came yeah. out Saturday afternoon.
2: Right. But anyways, I, I would like to go back and listen to Bully's comments because I think Bully um, would have a lot of the same beliefs in this situation that that I do. Not saying that I'm on the same level as Bully, but. I feel like he could explain it way better than, than I'm trying to explain myself because he has been that locker room leader. And I'm pretty sure he's banged some heads before uh, in a locker room. Um, I mean, I, I think that's why he was brought into uh, ROH when he came back. Um, I remember when he, that was that was a big deal. He was running that locker room. So I, he he has the experience and he knows. And, and I would think when Bully Ray – was uh, was early in ECW. I don't think he'd go and smart off to Shane Douglas. I don't think he'd go smart off to Terry Funk. And then when he was brought into WWE, like you said, I, I don't think he's going to go in there and, and smart off to Taker, uh, smart off to The Rock, smart off to Stone Cold. He, he ain't going to do that because that's the way he was taught. And I'm sure Paul Heyman taught that to him in ECW. So, again, that's just mm. – it's just, time. it's the times, man. It's frustrating because it's so preventable, but yet, and it is half of half of us think like me, and then half of us think like Tony Khan, and it's like it's okay. You know, there was a, I sent you guys a a picture. There was a guy in uh, at uh, in Chicago sitting in front row had a green sign that said <laughs> Tony Khan cured cancer. So, and that
1: was in reference to the Seth Rollins promo from last year.
0: I thought but, I was in, I thought it was in reference to CM Punk's cancer in AW.
1: Yes. Well, because yeah. yeah, People yeah, it's he started thought, yeah. doing that because of Rollins calling him a cancer. I um, think, but.
2: But yeah, so again, it's going to be a split thing. It's you know, it's it's A or B. You know, I respect everybody's opinion, but if it was me like i said i think this is this situation is 100 100%, 100% preventable and and they left a lot of money and when i say a lot of money a mega shit ton of money on the table because there were so many programs that if they would have got their heads out of their butts they could have ran it cost me a t-shirt damn it yeah uh, i enjoyed the shots by the way but it cost me a t-shirt <laughs>
0: I think if if, if if everybody involved in, in, in Brawl Out last year could have went back in time, they would. Because I think they all regret it, of course. Um, I mean, that's pretty obvious probably saying that. But I, I just Amy wish...
2: The bakery would have doubled her production.
0: That's true. Uh, I just I, I wish Tony would have set everybody down a year plus ago and, and we wouldn't be here talking about this. Or at least, okay, he didn't do that. He should have set him and Jack down a couple months ago. And, and according to SRS of Sean Sapa, if I feel that that uh, according to his, his knowledge, that never happened. So it's like, wh- what are we doing here? We're just asking for something to happen. Well, and that's what happened.
2: Supposedly, the, there was supposed to be a meeting in Atlanta. Matters flew, with who
0: you ask.
2: Yeah, before they flew to London. And uh, Punk was there. And supposedly the elite called that off and didn't want to meet. And I've heard the Punk called it off, whatever. Yep
0: once again it's it's gonna be whenever the elite and punk are mentioned it's two sides of every story you got you got melters camp saying something nick hausman who is connected with punk through chicago saying one thing and it's so hard to believe without without really knowing i mean it's it, but you guys were talking about busted open i did i pulled some transcripts from fightful and i, I grabbed some quotes here they were talking um uh, i think this was on let's see what date this was this was on the fourth so this was yesterday Mark Henry was weighing in on CM Punk being released from AEW. Uh, He was asked if he thought AEW was in a better place without Punk. He said yes. Then he elaborated on that by saying, now you can freely go and there will be no more complaining. There should be no more complaining. The problem is gone. The so-called problem is Everything should be shits and giggles and unicorn pee and rainbow blankets. That's what it should be now. I'm curious to see how it's going to be. The problem is solved. A lot of Twitter took that like, oh, see, Mark Henry wanted punk on. I don't think so. I think he's saying there's still problems backstage.
2: Getting oh, yeah, one person
0: gone might not eliminate that.
2: Yeah. I mean, when you start talking about unicorns and frosted snowflakes and yeah. Tony the Tiger and all that other <laughs> stuff. Um, it,
0: and, and the Bo- Bo-
2: he's, hes in a rock and a hard place. He's he on is busted open. With is supposed to be free flowing, complete opinions, no taking sides. But yet he's still—he's still getting his. I'm guessing his paycheck's bigger from AEW than it yeah. is from from busted open.
0: Yeah. And then Bully Ray compared a uh, Punk leaving to a star player who had off the court drama leaving, and how affected the team. And that's Dennis Rodman. Rodzilla, who was just in AEW this past week, which was, that was fun. Um, He said when Rodman left, the team got worse. When he left Chicago, they got worse. San Antonio, they got worse. Detroit got worse. And when he left, because he was a defensive stalwart, I'm going to go against your best player. And I'm going to make his life miserable. I'm going to affect his offense. As far as Punk is concerned, it's not the offense affected. It's the money, the gates, the live events, the Brax tax, dealing with licensing products and merchandise, money coming in. Money is going to be affected. Still, everything is solved now. The problem is gone, and there should be peace and prosperity in life. And that's uh, what Mark Henry said there. And LaGreca mentioned that fans got tired of talking about the Punk drama, to which Henry commented, that's Punk's fault kind of question that la greca and henry both agreed that public perception wise punk was being blamed for m- m- much of it henry stated that he didn't know what happened backstage at all in but that details of it quickly got out and details have continued to come out and he has said that leaks needed to be controlled he says there have been there's a, have always been stooges and moles you want to nip that in the bud and put punishments out there for it if you find out this person did this or leaked that, how can you trust that? You have to have hard punishments for that. I don't think there is. I think people feel they're going to get a slap on the wrist, if anything. So they're going to keep exposing what happened behind the scenes. It sucks. So, yeah, pretty much yeah. kind of talking about what we've been talking about. I mean, it's you got to yeah. tighten the screws down. Got to be more of a boss.
1: And, and, you know, I I don't want to I'm not defending Perry and what he did at all, but I want to compare this to um, kind of my own experiences being in the business. When I got into the business, I didn't get a lot of direction. I got, hey, be sure to shake everybody's hand, respect the veterans, listen to the veterans when they want to talk about your match. That was my guidance. That's a lot of the guidance that I've heard other indie promoters are giving. So without that real locker room leader, you don't know kind of what to do when you're first coming into the business. And I think we saw that with Perry because he's always wanted to do it. He started doing it on the indies. The bucks were kind of his go-to. So the Bucks are allowing something like this to happen. So why can't he allow something like this to happen? And, you know, I'm not, I'm not bringing up any names from any of my personal stuff. I don't want to drag that out or anything like that, but smart choice. I've seen it happen. I've seen where people come in and they don't respect the business. They're there because, well, I want to wrestle. They don't care about earning the spot.
0: Earning your stripes.
1: Yeah. You know, doing the the things that you're supposed to do to be respected in the locker room. They just Mm -hmm. want to come in, go out, wrestle a match, and leave. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I think that's what Jack kind of saw when he was coming up in the Indies. And then you got the Bucks who would go out. They'd wrestle their match. They'd go back. Film for BTE. They weren't out there helping tear down and set up so jack kind of followed them and he followed cody because they he got into the business around the time that everybody was talking about cody and the bucks i mean bte was taking off cody had been let go cody was popping up on every indie scene he could and i think that was kind of because they were already established names they didn't have to do the things that somebody green who's just getting into the business is expected to do. And again, I'm not defending Jack Perry here, but I unfortunately think that's why he thought what saying what he said was okay, which is why I agree that someone like Taz, like Jr, like Mark Henry, big show, somebody needs to sit down and say, look, here's why it's wrong. Here's what you should have done. Here's how this should have been handled. I know it wasn't handled this way. And again, Tony's still learning the business. He should know it by now. I mean, we're four years into it now. He should know what he's doing by this point. But I think he's still learning. He doesn't really have any guidance. He's got Tony Schiavone and JR and these backstage guys, the EVPs who are kind of giving him info. But again, everything runs through Tony. Tony is the Booker so Whatever Tony wants Tony's gonna do Regardless of what Chris Jericho, JR, Tony Shivani, Sting, Jake the Snake All these guys who have Been in the business as long As he's been alive are telling him And he's Taking it in yes but He's still he's That fanboy well I want to see this match I, I, I'm gonna book this match because I want to see it I don't care if it doesn't make sense we're going to do this because that's what I want. And that's a lot of what we saw over the last two years with punk.
0: Yeah. You made really good points there. And I just hope, you know, the optimist in me optimism, I just hope that he comes out of this as a better owner, CEO, president, boss, booker, promoter, Mm -hmm. whatever, all the above. Um, that's that's all we can hope for really um but you brought up some really good points and unfortunately you know it's no secret that jack perry is friends with the bucks and and over this last year there's been too many i'm on this side i'm on this side you know there's there's just too much of that crap hopefully we're kind of done with that but we'll see um and I got, right. I got a question for all of you, but first I got one question for Shep because, Paul, we kind of discussed it before he logged on. Uh, Shep, we knew Collision was going to struggle coming up on college football season, right? Where do you see the future of Collision going, though, now that your centerpiece that you're building the show around CM Punk is no longer with the company?
2: So you got a short window, and I say short window, I'm saying 30 days. You got the month of September to absolutely pour your heart and soul into that show, pull out all stops, have some unbelievable matches, but yet have the star power. MJF, Adam Cole's got to be on those shows. I don't know what schedules are like. You need to bring in Offspray. You need to bring in... uh, Some, I mean, I know a lot of some guys are on the shelves, but uh, keep keep uh, Hangman. I mean, obviously the Bucks Omega. um,
0: The the brand split should be done if there's a brand split.
2: Yeah, there's there's no brand split now. It's all hands on deck. You're on Mm -hmm. call if you're if you're an AEW talent. Um,
0: How about the rumor of Danielson being the face of Collision? You okay with that?
2: I'm okay with that because. I actually had that. I had that discussion. I had. I wanted that discussion for us tomorrow. Um, but how do you have Danielson that comes off as a face in a heel faction?
0: Yeah, it, it, they've done that before. It, it felt like a one-off.
2: It works. Yeah. Um. And and the more Danielson talks in those media scrums. Oh, he's.
0: How can you root against the guy?
2: He is so real. Yeah. Um and the the match him and Ricky Starks had, they beat the living tar out of each other. Those slaps and Danielson got him across the face one of those times. He was trying to hit oh. him right here. And he popped him in the mouth. And boy, Ricky got him back. I mean, if them two boy I know I don't think Danielson drinks, but them two boys should have had a couple cold ones afterwards on that one. But yep. uh, he he would be the heir apparent, I would say, to Punk to to be the face of that show. And you still got to continue with FTR in there. Mm-hmm. The Bucks got to be on there. Bullet Club Gold has got to be on there. The Acclaim's got to be on there. how mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, yep. it's it's got to be a. I know they have a brand split, you know, Raw and SmackDown. But if 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 somebody needs to show up on Friday night, AKA Cody. They're going to advertise his butt. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you got a month to keep that going, or the network's going to be pissed because Mm -hmm. they're going to get steamrolled by college football.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, the ratings are a good dip, anyways. But, yeah, you get rather brand split. If that means some guys have to work Saturdays instead of Wednesdays, or some guys who were working Saturdays have to work Wednesdays, you do what you got to do week to week, figure it out. Listen, all hands on deck, team effort.
2: If you got to work Wednesday and Saturday, and you have the rest of the days off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're still better scheduling than, than than Connecticut. So
2: yeah, yeah, you don't have to work the the loops as they call them. Yep. So yeah, w-
0: which are still better than they used to be, but they're still still probably worse than the other promotion. So uh,
2: yeah, I think you have a short window to keep that that uh, momentum going on that show. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: what uh, what are you guys looking forward to tomorrow night?
0: Uh, yes. For everybody that doesn't know, we are doing this tonight because I felt like it was too big of a topic to let go a whole nother week without hitting on it. And by next week, who knows what we're going to find out about CM Punk. CM Punk might release a statement and all hell breaks loose. Uh, but sc- tomorrow night we are going to be live in Indianapolis for dynamite. Uh, not much has been advertised. We know we're going to get La sex God, Sammy Guevara and Jericho versus uh Ozzy Open, that's gonna be fun. It'd be fun to actually watch Jericho wrestle. have seen him before, but I've never seen him wrestle. No, uh, he always gets attacked
1: and then you know <laughs> it's a segment. Right. Which shocks
2: uh, it shocks me that Jericho's not going to braise Wyatt's funeral because didn't that in that tomorrow?
0: Well you know originally it was supposed to be, but I haven't heard that.
2: So well, it got delayed because of the hurricane hurricane, right. And so they, they rescheduled for that Wednesday. I remember Tony Khan made a statement that any talent's obviously excused um, right. to, to attend Brace services. So right. I don't know if they those are continued because we got – he he would be one that I would oh, think oh, yeah. would be there. Mox would be another one. I don't – but I don't. Mox isn't advertised yet. But with Mox winning the uh, international championship, I would feel like Mox is going to take – orange Cassie spot and be on every show.
0: Right. He's going to be the workhorse. And I, and I kind of like how they haven't advertised anything yet because, but we know we're going to get some good matches because we're getting dynamite and rampage tomorrow. And at least two of those are going to be the uh, world championship tournament match. So those are going to be good names.
2: And we do um, get to hear from MJF.
0: MJF and we get to hear from hangman page, which that was, I mean, Glad he, good for him that he won the battle royal, but that was weird to have one of your bigger names just doing that. Um feel like he's been kind of lost in the shuffle, so hopefully they get him back on and, into a good story.
2: Did you guys watch BT? Yes. So then he shit, yeah. on, he shit on the $50,000 he had to give to the kids.
0: He did. He did, which.
2: I know it's a gimmick on BT. But still, it's just like. It's like, man, he's like, I had to give it some yeah. kids in Chicago. Yeah,
0: which I guess he can say that being a former teacher. But yeah. uh, I also laughed how the whole internet went nuts about Kenny drinking, which I could, I still can't tell if it was a Pepsi or literally just a water bottle that he put some coloring in. I, I don't know. It was purple. But, I mean, the internet wanted to run wild like it was a Pepsi. I, I was like, whatever. Just It,
2: it wasn't
1: a Pepsi. It yeah. was a water bottle. It, the thing was almost purple. I, I yeah, somebody it, said it was water with electrolytes.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the lead and then the Bucks—they like to poke the bear a little bit. but They're not that stupid to do something like that. I
1: wouldn't think. Not yet.
0: Not I mean, yet. Well, Gray- Paul, Gray- is. Paul is. Grayson is. did. Grayson Waller did, but- <laughs>
1: yeah, that was awesome. Yeah.
0: Yes, but no, it should be a it fun, fun back dynamite. Had
1: provoked. Fire him. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Should be a fun dynamite tomorrow night. Um, my last question for you guys, unless you have anything else revol- or, or revolving around CM Punk that I want to ask you guys, is basically, was it worth, was it worth bringing CM Punk back and and when he, when Tony did in August twenty twenty one?
1: Yes, yes, I think it should have been kind of um maybe a pay per appearance type of thing to to make sure this is. A, Truly, what both parties wanted, you know, uh, Tanner. You and I were talking when we first started this before Shep joined us that there was kind of a honeymoon phase, and it kind of wore off within a couple of months. And that was even the case for Punk. So he had already signed, you know, a long quote unquote long term contract. So maybe that's not what he wanted. And if we would have gone a paper appearance type of thing, he would have said, "All right." look I want to keep doing this but I, I kind of want that sting schedule where I'm I'm an attraction. It's a big thing when I'm here. I don't want to be here every week. it's it's not working out for me. I you know time off may not help. I don't know maybe it will but I just I think I need to work less and it's nothing against the company. it's I think it would be better for me. And if Punk would have said that, I think we would not be sitting here right now.
0: Well, I think Tony was being a huge Punk fan himself. He was so excited and anxious to have him on. He wanted to book him almost every week. And that's why Punk's body didn't hold up in his first AEW run. Now, kudos to him in the second one since he returned. He had some pretty physical matches, and his body was holding up fairly, fairly well. So, Yeah.
2: Another thing I'm looking forward to tomorrow night, I, my, my uh, cocktail vendor should be there. I know we're not in the same section, but I Correct. think we'll use the same entrance to the arena. And I had that. He was kind of in the back hallway, <laughs> never had a line, made a great vodka and soda. A little stiff, which I appreciate.
1: Might have to get one tomorrow. Last year, I you know. I, I, I offered. I think this, you,
2: you went with yeah. the Mountain Dew instead.
1: Yep, I may have to grab one and a Mountain Dew tomorrow because, okay. you know, I'm sure I'll be the one driving back from Indy, so can't have I mean, too if, many.
2: I mean, if you if you say so, Paul, we could probably make that happen.
1: I'll just, hey, Chef, you're more than welcome <laughs> to drive there and back.
2: Well, I don't know about that. I mean, usually there's a, there's a Yeti cooler probably for the ride home.
1: We're not going to make Tanner drive home since, uh, you know, he's got to drive... Uh, another hour, almost.
0: So. I appreciate that. You guys are kind. You guys are kind. Yeah.
2: Maybe maybe, oh. maybe Tony Kong will just you know helicopters in real quick.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll stop. Start. Stop talking bad about Tony. If if so, so.
1: I won't. You know, <laughs> there's one thing we haven't done because we will not be live after Dynamite tomorrow night. We've got an announcement to make. We had a pay per view. We had predictions. I don't even think Shep's been brought into the loop of what's going on. I haven't so. I?
2: Didn't pay attention. I've been I've been watching a match here and a match there of the actual card. I
1: That's was gonna
0: you know. just let it be known on next week's pod when we come on, and and somebody right. else has has gold over their shoulder, and it's not me, unfortunately.
1: All right.
2: And it was stupid because we had like four matches, and we had bonus matches. It was dumb. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I uh, it's okay, Shep. It's okay. I had a yeah.
2: dominant, dominant you victory. You did good. I had a dominant victory at all. Eh? Oh, dominant. dominant and dominant. Okay, it was okay. like the closest you guys were, like what 11 points behind.
0: I think I was like eight. We were tied going to the main event, but yeah, now this time we, Shep, we kind of got the floor wiped with this this time, so yeah, yeah,
2: was,
1: Shep, was, you did good. You were, you were right there, man. I was pulling for you the whole time.
0: But yeah. so yes, yes no, I will not be wearing gold necks on next week's show. So, but
2: I, mean, the good, I had it for a week and didn't even get to touch it.
0: No, you did. It's true. It's true. It. But
1: Peter's the fault.
0: The good news. It is my fault. I will own up to that. The good news is Shep, we don't have to wait till full gear because Tony gave us a new pay per view.
1: Dream
2: so,
0: wrestle dream. dream wrestle dream, which is a month away.
2: So October first.
0: Yep, less than a month away.
2: So October first. Yeah. Yep. That's my yep. wife's birthday. That'll
1: go very well. <laughs> oh, oh, Shep. I think you need to watch that uh, the following night, man. Yeah,
0: probably. Probably.
1: We'll, we'll
2: keep on it Saturday. on the down low. Yeah, that, my luck. My birthday's on Saturday. Her birthday's on Sunday. So she didn't appreciate when I told her I'd be hungover for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. Yeah. And I usually don't get hungover. So. That really pissed her off. <laughs> well,
0: <yeah. laughs> oh, good stuff. Anything else with uh, surrounding CM Punk before we put a wrap on this one?
2: Well, I, I, I will bet you. Uh, any, if you guys want to take this bet, I'll book it for you. Okay, and you you can bet a $1 dollar to a hundred thousand dollars. I bet you we don't see CM Punk in Indy tomorrow night.
0: <laughs> I bet I you you're right.
2: I bet you're right, Chef. I bet you're right. I bet you're right. Nobody's taking my bet.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll see <laughs> Phil, the new luchador that AEW is about bringing in.
2: Dude, if some reason this is a word.
1: <laughs> no way. You, you no way. Oh.
2: Yeah, I know. He went too far. But. Yep. Yep. But.
0: If you have any comments about CM Punk, if if you're for Tony's decision, if you're against Tony's decision, drop them in the comments on our YouTube channel below, below this video. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Kicking Out Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts at. Hit the follow button on Twitter, on Instagram. Hit that like button on Facebook. Hit that notification bell on YouTube. Give us five stars. I'm taking Paul's outro because I'm just on a roll here. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at TannerLee92. Follow Shep at DShep27. And follow the new KOP Predictions champion Paul Zarman at Zarman 921 With that said, join us next week after we'll be back on our regularly scheduled programming when we're uh, recapping next week's Dynamites. We're out.